First things first, Roger Goodell and the New England Patriots. If you were living under a rock, then you're not aware that the New England Patriots came back from a 28-3 deficit to beat the Atlanta Falcons in overtime of the Super Bowl last year. It was amazing to happen, and as a Patriots fan, I laugh to this day. Well, the sub-story to that was that the year prior, Roger Goodell, who is the commissioner of the NFL, accused Tom Brady of deflating some balls in a playoff game from the year prior and ended up suspending him. Now, Tom Brady is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, arguably arguably the greatest quarterback in NFL history. And Roger Goodell suspended him. And there wasn't a lot of evidence around this. Okay, like he went to court, then it went to arbitration and all this sort of stuff. And at the end of the day, Roger Goodell just decided to have his vendetta against Brady and say, no, 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 I'm not losing this. I think he cheated. It's over four games. And so what ended up happening was Brady, who is, you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks, sat out and everyone thought, oh, what's going to happen? Well, the four games he sat out, they actually, his team won three out of four games, so it didn't really change much. And then Tom Brady came in and crushed the entire year. And so when the when the Patriots win the Super Bowl, the, all the talk was around, oh, what if the Patriots win? What if the Patriots win? Then Roger Goodell's going to have to shake Tom Brady's hand. Well, the score in the third quarter, in the middle of the third quarter, was actually 28-3 to for the Atlanta Falcons. And I wonder at that point, what was going through Roger Goodell's head? Right? Did he think, thank God I got I got off on this. I don't have to do this. Everything's fine. I'm going to have this big grin up there on the stage because I do not have to shake Tom Brady's hand. And then slowly but surely he watches after the, the fumbles and the interceptions and the two-point converts and the touchdowns. And every single thing that had to go right all of a sudden for the New England Patriots went right. And this vendetta, and Tom Brady, is side note, is a very, he holds grudges. Okay, so this is motivation for him to want to get back and win. And they did. They came back and they won in overtime. And I'll never forget watching it and laughing. Like, I was screaming all around the house because I get really emotional when I watch sports. Like, you should. But when Roger Goodell had to look Tom Brady in the eye and shake his hand and say something, I think he said that was awesome. Right? The amount of crow that guy had to eat was amazing. So now, that's the story. So now, the, the NFL starts tomorrow. And Tom Brady and Roger Goodell, I think they're going to present a trophy or he's going to be in the building for the first time. It is going to get round and raucous. And I love that because sometimes sports is better than fiction. That's true. It's why we watch. Anyway, that's my, my story. Tomorrow night, tune into the Patriots Chiefs game. It's happening at Foxborough where the Patriots play. It'll be amazing. I promise you this. It will be memorable. And there will be lots of booze and lots and lots and lots of crow served. It will be the number one dish served from the concessions. There are many things in the world that I would love to see die. Erased. Fanny packs, fanny packs can go. I don't need you. Four-way stops, they should all be roundabouts. I don't need you. Four-way stops, you can go. And for me, fat-free anything can hit the road. I don't need you. I want full fat everything. If I have a problem with that, well, I'll just go work out some more. But the thing that drives me nuts the absolute most are phone trees. And for those millennials who listen to this show and you don't understand what a phone tree is, a phone tree is when you call into usually an organization or a municipality and they say, here, please pick from the following options. Option number one, store hours. Option number two, I want to waste your time. Option number three, are you aggravated yet? Option number four, I actually do hate you. It's why I'm still doing this. And on and on and on it goes. And you press beep. Okay. And then it gives you another option. And then you pick it. You pick one. Pick one, two, or three. Boom! Another option. And then you pick one, two, three, or four. Boom! Another option. I get fired up about this stuff. 
You are wasting my time. And the, 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 the real life hack in all this is just press zero, right? If you press zero, oftentimes it skips the whole thing and says, okay, we get it. You're frustrated. You actually value your life. So we're going to let you out of this maze of a phone tree and let you talk to a real person. But today I tried to call the city and I kept on pressing zero and it kept putting me back to the front menu and starting from scratch and I almost blew a gasket. What are the point of these phone trees? They waste everyone's time. Now, I understand at one point they probably you know, had a purpose. Like We're actually going to serve the customers so that when they land in our lap, we can serve them better. And they're not angry. But you know what I would want to do? Call. When I call, I want to talk to a real person, a real person, right, who has context as to what that business or, or organization is trying to do, a real person. And then I want them to say, cool, I'll transfer you to the right department. Save everyone time. You're going to hire one person and you're probably going to pay the minimum wage to do this. You're going to save so much time. So much time. Yeah, you got to pay benefits, right? EI, all that sort of stuff, CPP here in Canada. You got to pay that, but you're going to have customers who respect you and love you and continue to come back because you are not wasting their time. And if you're listening, bankers, Royal Bank, if you're listening to this, I'm talking to you. Tell us you get let out because the zero trick works. But anyone else, anyone else listening to this, if your organization has a phone tree, I do not know how you look yourself in the mirror in the morning. Take it from me. Grow up and get rid of the tree. Burn them all down. Now, this is a story all about how my life was flipped and turned well, not really upside down, but it was a lot of fun. So back in the day for Facebook, right, when Facebook was a thing in like 2007, 2008, you had your inbox. And Facebook was still evolving. It was fun. It was interesting. You had all your photos. You take your friends. Remember the first time you get on Facebook and you reconnected with all your high school friends? That was a big deal for me. I'm like, hey, look at I can connect with my old friend Andy from Andy Fung from, from high school. And then I realized, well, we've nothing in common anymore. You know, I look at his photos. I'm like, eh, it was fun. Moving on. So anyway... Facebook Messenger at the time, Facebook, the, the inbox to Facebook where it was trying to take over email. It was kind of a neat thing. You could message people. Well, someone, I'm not going to out them here, but someone thought it would be a brilliant idea to connect everyone in their entire life in one Facebook message to invite them out to an event. Now, the event was called Canon. It's kind of irrelevant what the event was about, but all these people that were invited were very, very loosely, loosely connected. Okay, So they all kind of like knew each other. Some of them were close. Some of them were more so acquaintances. But he thrust them all into this one Facebook message thread. But what I didn't tell you was that this time in Facebook's development, you actually couldn't escape a thread. right? If I put you in a Facebook message, the only way for that message to go away would be for you, for everyone to stop replying. Wow. Use your imagination and try and figure out how this went. It is honestly to this day one of my favorite memories that went on for three months. What First off, what happened was some people started saying, hey, this is great. Thanks, uh, nameless person. Thanks for inviting me to this. And then another person would say, hey, and ask a question. But what ends up happening is when they ask a question, like these 300 people are all notified about it, right? And they don't want to hear about this. They want out. So if someone says, can you please remove, remove me from this thread? And then one person thinks, that's a great idea. Hey, can you please remove me too? And on and on it goes. Well, you can't be removed. And what's happening is every single time someone says this, everyone's getting notified. People are going bananas. Honestly, it is one of the best memories I have of people just losing their mind. They're cussing. They're swearing. They're being sarcastic. They're typing words, like like one word for every uh, every response they can do. Like They're pissing people off left, right, and center. And to me, it was like this big social uh, social experiment. 
of people's true character. And one person was trying to uh, message every single person directly and say, hey, can you please stop it? Trying to like, you know, be the higher power. And they got called out. It was amazing. So what ended up happening, fast forward to 2017, 10 years later. Well, someone back then took uh, screenshots of the whole conversation, like 54 pages of this conversation, and uploaded them to Dropbox and gave them to me. And I thought, hmm, what would be the best way just to you know, really rain the nostalgia down? Well, what I did was I actually created this three-by-four poster of the Facebook conversation, and it looks like a Facebook, uh, Facebook thread. And I'm going to put everyone from that Facebook thread back into a Facebook thread and let them know that I created this poster and invite them all to buy it with a funny YouTube video. It's going to be amazing, and I cannot wait to tell you about it. And if you're curious about this poster, I'll have it hanging up in my office uh, here at the house. I can take a photo, and I can send it to you, and you can be like, wow, I don't remember these days in Facebook, but this is one of the greatest things I have ever seen. That is tonight's show. I apologize if that Facebook one got away from me and sounded a little bit insy. It honestly is so funny to see a group of almost strangers interact with one another and just call each other out say, hey, screw you. I don't need this. Stop replying. Uh, it was amazing. Anyway, I'll move on. Thank you for listening to the show tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here, and that means a lot to me. So thank you for listening. I feel like this station is finally starting to figure out its personality and we're getting somewhere. And you're listening, but you're not really calling in, which is fine. But you're responding in, in, the, in the discussions. And anyway, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. And hi-ho, Silver. We're already in September, right? This experiment was supposed to end on, on October 4th. And you know what? It's not going to. I'm going to continue to do this because, one, I enjoy it. It's good practice. And two, it's great getting to know you. And three, I like to laugh. Anyway, have a good night. See you tomorrow night. Hey, Greg. Tyson here. Uh, Long-time listener. Uh, I just want to let you know I love what you're bringing to Anchor, man. Love cheering for you. Love the comedy. Love the heartbreakingness of it all. Um, But I really wanted to talk about the Facebook thread from hell. Man, I haven't laughed that hard in so long. It wasn't too inzy because I'm outsy on it. uh, But it was so funny, man. Keep bringing it. Love it every night. I'll tune in and check it out. Peace.